Welcome to Dramas with the Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every fit drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Drama Geek. I'm K-Drama Jen. And I'm K-News. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode where we release exclusively for our Patreon supporters. You can find the link, as always, in our show notes. So today's topic, we've decided it is time to really focus in and fangirl over an actress. I know we've done a ton of leading men, and I feel like we've left out some of the women, and there's some amazing actresses out there. And so we are kind of like brainstorming who has a new drama coming out, you know, what's going on. And we decided that we're going to discuss Kim So-hyun, who has River Where the Moon Rises, that's going to be released in a couple weeks. And so we're going to stalk her, which is I'm excited for. And as always, our stalking, we talk about their filmography, and then we will separate it into must-watch dramas, dramas that you watch if you have the time or you feel like it. And then, of course, those dramas that are really bad that you only watch if you're an extreme fan of hers because they kind of sucked. So, do you want to start, Jen? (laughs) Let's go. All right. So, I want to start with Moon Embracing the Sun, where... um, she was quite young when she was in this particular drama. She was um, absolutely obnoxious. Her character was just, oh, I just, I wanted to slap her. But she did a really, really good job um, as this character. So, um, so yes, Moon Embracing the Sun is the first one that I would like to recommend. Um, with this drama, I've said it several times, I couldn't watch the second half and not want the first half character, the actors and actresses to be involved in it, except for maybe Kim Soo-hyun, the older, (laughs) the older (laughs) king, like I wanted him, but although, you know, baby Opa at the time, he was such a little baby, but he did an amazing job. But the, her character in this, who plays her older version in that movie or in movie. I don't drama. remember. I don't it's remember, not an actress that's been in a ton of stuff gotcha. that I remember. But for her character, she's de- well, all of them. I kind of remember the younger version in some ways a lot more. And I definitely um, remember her character a lot more and really enjoyed her portrayal of the, like you were saying, she was very annoying. Her character was supposed to be very annoying and you were supposed to not like her, but um, she, I thoroughly enjoyed her, her younger version character. There was this period during her early teens where she kind of did the bad girl trope like Mm. a lot. Yeah. And she was so phenomenal at being just that mean girl who you really wanted to hate. Like you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you are that backbiting and you're a horror person. And she was able to just fill that role so perfectly that I remember when she started switching to more likable characters, it, it was a little hard for me <laughs> I agree. to begin with. It was all like, I'm so used to hating you so much. <laughs> and this funny. was actually the first role that I ever saw her in. And she was definitely firmly in that mean girl zone at that time. And she was just phenomenal. And it really stood out for me as a performance. And so she did a great job in this. 
Agree. So the next drama, I have to admit that I haven't finished, but I've watched enough of it that I can uh, definitely give my opinion on her character is The Tale of Noctu. And uh, recently, because of some of the side characters that are in shows that are currently airing, I'm like, hmm, maybe I need to go back and watch that and finish it. But like the <laughs> the second lead guy is the one in Run On, and then his like right hand man that you know strong silent type is the uh, second lead in True Beauty. So it's like, huh, maybe I'll go back. But her character, she... Wait, what? Hold yes. on, what? <laughs> so we're supposed to be talking about her, and we'll get back to her. But <laughs> <laughs> So um, Sojun from True Beauty. Yeah. Our little, uh, yeah. He is a... He's the um, prince's, like, right-hand man sort. Like, he... I don't know if he talks a lot in the drama. Not that I remember. He's just the one that goes out and carries out his, like, nefarious orders or whatever so like i've had to look at screenshots and go back and look to make sure i'm like is that really him and it is like he's he and she shared them and he's hot (laughs) (laughs) he is hot he is i mean i have to say Mm -hmm. i have such second lead syndrome yeah because oh my goodness gracious Okay, sorry. Back to um. <laughs> in, so in this one, I one of the reasons I was really excited about it is because sh- they show her like with a bow and arrow and all that kind of stuff, and I was um, excited to see her kind of take on the adult uh, role in something that was period drama for her because I feel like she excels in those types of dramas, and I was a little bit um, let down by her character wasn't maybe as. Uh, kick butt as I wanted her to be or whatever, but I still really enjoyed her character in this. And I still, I feel like as her, as an adult, cause like she's taken on, she's had high school roles and stuff, but she's had only a few adult uh, character roles. And I think that this one has been one of her best adult character roles. I, and she was with the cross-dressing, uh, I can't remember his name, but yeah. <laughs> his next role he took on was very manly but yes <laughs> I have to agree with you I think she did a very good job in this role mm-hmm. it definitely felt very much more comfortable for her age mm-hmm. and who they put her with definitely there was like some chemistry it didn't feel like a huge age gap because they definitely tried to age her into adult roles I think a little earlier than her capabilities were I don't know if it's capabilities or just comfort level but they definitely tried to push her into leading lady adult roles when she was still like 17 16 Mm -hmm. and you could tell that she wasn't just as comfortable or natural at it as she is in some of her younger roles and so it was an interesting experience to see her one where she did feel like a mature woman I'm with you. I think um, so. The actor that she was with was um, Zhang Dong Yun, mm, mm-hmm. and I just, as a side note, he is the prince in Josie and Exorcist that's coming out. Oh, is he? So, mm. yay! Yes. So, mm. um, <laughs> as long as you don't be weird eating noises. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I really liked her in this. I, again, I didn't finish it, but, um, now that the, I know that the second lead from True Beauty is, and I'm going to have to go back and watch it. Um, 
she was cute in it. Again, I agree. I think that one of the first dramas that they really tried to push her into a more adult role was Radio Romance that we're going to talk about shortly. And I just, again, felt like she wasn't old enough. She wasn't mature enough. Um, And in this case, it did, she she does really well with the, that period drama kind of, I mean, she looks great in Hanbok and um, I just think she, this was a, a better role for her than I had seen her in bef- as far as an adult role. So I'm going to agree with you on that one for sure. And talking about radio romance, it is now time to talk about radio mm-hmm. romance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> so she was still, maybe like 17 when they put her in this 18 it was a couple years ago so she was younger and they threw her in and she was supposed to be portraying like a girl 24 25 like out of college like kind of secretary age Mm -hmm. and she it just didn't work um they put her with what's the boy's name he was from sand blue the no no he's not he's from oh wait uh, no uh he was from Or highlight, yeah. yeah. Um, It was right before his military service, and he's been released. So it was was definitely two years ago. Yeah. So I mean, he was quite a bit older. Yeah. And again, I really like him as an actor. I really like her as an actor. Together with that script, it was a mess. And so I just, it it was a poor fit, and it was a bad decision for them to age her that high up so early. I think so. Yoon Park. No. Yes. In Radio Romance? No, it was uh, uh, Du Jun. Wasn't that the name of the character? Du Jun is the... Is the mm, Yoon Park <laughs> is mm. the name of the... I'm reading it on my... <laughs> it says... <laughs> but that's the name of the character Yikong. that he played. No, Yi Kong was the name of the character. Hmm. And Yoon Park was the name of the um, the male lead. Hmm. No, it was Dong Jun. Yeah. Yoon Do Jun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Yoon it's Yoon Do Jun. Okay, oh, character. yes. Yoon Park is the second. Yeah, he's the second. He was, I actually really, he, <laughs> he was weird in that, wasn't he? Yeah. Wasn't he like some yeah. whole, like, yeah, yeah, he was. He was the therapist. Yeah, but. Yeah. Oh, Yoon Do Jun is really old looking. I think I just I <laughs> totally overlooked him because. Well, I think it was the the director. Everything like they, I remember he looked very weepy, and he didn't look overly healthy at that point. Mm-hmm. And then she, they tried to make her look older, and it looked like she was playing dress up. Yeah. I think it was a lot of the styling, a lot of the director, and a mediocre story, and it just didn't work. Yeah, on Asian Wiki, they don't have even, the writer and director don't have pages. I don't know if they've done anything since then. Maybe they, <laughs> they've erased themselves from this, so no one will remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they took their name off. They probably, yeah. Um, yeah, I have to agree. I I remember thinking just, eh. It didn't. It just didn't work. Yeah, I'm thirding that. I think I watched three or four. I I probably gave it the four episode <laughs> rule thing, and 
maybe got that far, but yeah, I just oh, his I character like wasn't twelve. Oh, really? No, I didn't good. watch that many, but her character, she just uh, her and the other girl that was in Moon Embracing the Sun had a couple of dramas where I was like, wow, why are we trying to age them up so fast? For the other girl, that she had better writers and directors, and it worked out better. With this one, it just did not. It just didn't feel. Right, and I even if they had had a different actress in the role, I just I don't know if the drama would have been that great. But no, it was a bad drama to begin with. Yeah. So I, it was bad. Yep, I'm with you. So let's fight ghost or um, what was the bring the it on it? ghost? Bring it on ghost or let's fight ghost. Um, was actually really cute. It had uh, Takyon and um, of course Kim Sohyun. And they, there were some really cute moments in this particular drama. I really enjoyed it. Um, the whole premise is that they're basically uh, fighting ghosts together. Mm-hmm. But um, and she was a ghost, right? Isn't yep. that? Yep. Yes. Yeah, so some of the funniest moments in it are like he can see her but other people can't so there's like this whole scene where he's like holding her hand and running uh through a crowd of people and like it's just him with his hand out and i just remember i was watching it um with my son and we were laughing like crazy because he just looked (laughs) insane um but she did a really nice job in this i thought that it was very age appropriate she had really good chemistry um and i thought they just did a nice job See, and that's what's funny is because Taekyon and Yoon Doojoon aren't really that different in age. Um, they both went to the military about the same time. <laughs> so they're really not that different in age, but this, the subject matter, the way that they had it. She's in high school as a ghost. I think she's finishing up high school and he's just, he's in college or maybe she was in college. She no, been... she was in high school, okay. but she, she, well, she's not. All right, if you haven't seen it, this is a spoiler. Fast forward a few seconds. <laughs> so she was went into a coma when she was in high school. So right. her body has aged. Gotcha. I don't remember how many years, okay. but her spirit is still high the high school okay. ghost. Right. And then when she comes out of the coma, they're at a closer age. Mm-hmm. So it's not icky. Right. And so. But so, even yeah. her, so her character, the, the, what she's stress is struggling with just everything about the 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 feel of the drama it was perfect for her and I, this is one of my favorite of her dramas like it, it just is so fun the side um ghost character guys um were hilarious and she i she, her fighting the ghosts with him She's really good at that kind of, of role, and I thoroughly enjoyed her in this. This again, it's one of my favorite dramas of hers. It's a. It would be if you haven't watched it. It's a really fun binge watch. It's just light ghost fighting, silly boys. And, yeah. <laughs> well, and I have to agree. This is definitely probably the one of the strongest written out of her scripts that mm-hmm. she's done, as well as by far her best romance. And so if you want to see her in a romance where it ends well, (laughs) then this is definitely the one you should be watching. So we'll talk about one of her best romances, but it didn't end the way anybody wanted it to. (laughs) So who are you, school 2015? I would actually say 
age-wise, chemistry-wise, just everything. Not with the lead guy, but with uh, her, the second lead guy. They clicked so well. Um, I loved them together. And she played two characters in this um, uh, drama. She was twin sisters. And I liked uh, her portrayal of both of them. I loved her second lead uh, romance. We won't talk about the actual romance that, that played out. I wasn't too happy with who she ended up, although there were two of them, writer. There were two of them. <laughs> they could have had two romances. Anyway, so yes, I. this is, aside from that part of it, this is also one of my favorite uh, dramas of hers. And, and, and if you're talking about the second lead OTP, probably my favorite OTP of hers, but again... Alas, she did not end up with the one that everybody wanted her to. But <laughs> there was such extreme second lead syndrome <sighs> on this show; like it was insane. Yeah. So, if you're planning on watching it, just don't get invested <laughs> in who you think she's going to end up with. <laughs> but it is a very good story. It's a good mystery. It's it's very entertaining. I enjoy it so. And same, um, so Yuk Sun Jae was the second lead, yes. and oh my goodness, did I fall for him. <laughs> so um, I just, I loved how their chemistry together, but it was, it wasn't my favorite of the school um, dramas, like school 2013 and to school, blah, blah, blah. Um, my favorite is still the one with Lee Jong Suk, but <laughs> um, of course, but as far as like, her role in it, I thought she did a really good job. Um, so it's definitely one that I would say that if you want to see her in a in a drama, this is one that that is probably a, a good choice. I think it's the only school series one that tried to throw like some type of mystery or whatever yeah. in it. The rest of them are all pretty straightforward. Like it's no, just, there was the one that had the mystery with the hot guy and the girl and she was sleuthing. School 2017. Yeah. What was she sleuthing for? I don't remember that. Oh, part. I don't remember. <laughs> like, you remember. He was, was something. He was, there was uh, like a hygiene person in the school and she was trying to figure it out or something she, yeah, like that. Okay. She was trying to figure out who he was like, which, mm. um, cause he was, uh, like he was doing, so, you know, make like playing pranks or something like that. And oh, yes, had, yes. remember okay, he had like yeah, a yeah. secret hideout place. Okay, and yes. Gotcha. Anyway, but she wasn't in that drama. So no. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> As we go on yet another tangent. Mm. It's okay, because K-Muse is the only one who's going to talk about this one. So. so, she also played a... It, it was a lead role, but it was like a ensemble cast lead role kind of thing. It was Suspicious Housekeeper, which was a show about a widower. I think he was widowed. And he had a bunch of kids, and he brings this housekeeper into the house and she has like a secret past and you almost think that she might be like a killer because it's kind of creepy. She's like super creepy. And so um, Kim So-hoon played the oldest daughter of that family and trying to figure out whether the housekeeper was evil or good. 
And it was a really great show. It was based on a drama that was a Japanese drama. And they did a Korean remake. And I would definitely uh, suggest this to people who want something. It doesn't have romance in it, but it's a very good story. So, so I haven't seen it, um, but since I haven't seen it, I'm going to talk about a different one, which is Love Alarm, which we didn't write down. Oh, and, that's Because right. uh, that's because you're the only one who saw that one. No, I've <laughs> seen Love Alarm. That's oh. the one that had season one, and we're waiting for season two, And we're right? waiting for season yeah, two. Yeah, and it's been approved, yes. so it is coming out. Mm-hmm. It's like and somewhere on the list of Netflix. I thought she was super cute in mm-hmm. in Love Alarm, and I loved, I loved the... Um, especially the one guy, um, because there, there's like two that are sort of vying for her attention. Um, and in Love Alarm, there's like an app that will ring if you have, wait, is it that you have feelings or if somebody else has feelings for you? Someone else has feelings for you, which I find kind of (laughs) creepy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's creepy. And then it rings your alarm. Um, so everyone, of course, around you will know. Um, but (laughs) She was she was really good in that. Um, she was also in Goblin, and only for a little bit. But I thought she was fantastic in Goblin. Mm-hmm. So okay, she there's was. two that I'm going to just mention. <laughs> 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 yes. See, she. I I feel like for the one that's coming out, she's going to. It's going to be a cross between kind of how I felt her character was in Goblin, and then a little bit of. Uh, um, what like her kid? What, what I expected for Tale of Noctu, like the where she was more kick butt. Like she's uh, that's what I feel like she's going to be in this next one. So, fingers crossed. Okay. And did you watch Suspicious Housekeeper? I didn't. I didn't. That's why I'm not okay. talking about. So the next one that I'm going to introduce is Missing You, and it's been like a gazillion years since I've seen it, but I just remember that she was really good in it. Um, so Camus, you might need to help me out because... Remember, she was the younger version of yeah. the lead girl, and the guy was Baby Opa. I remember that. main character, and they fell in love, and she was... Wasn't she being abused? And was 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 Yu Sung Ho in this one? Yes, but he was the adult version the of bad the guy, right? the crazy stalker guy. Yeah, where he kind of took her under his wing and kind of, yeah. So um, I do remember it was. I, I, for some reason, I'm remembering umbrellas. Why do I remember umbrellas? Because they had umbrellas. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was part of the show, and the younger cast was so amazing. Yes, and then they just had the older version of her cry a lot, and I remember being so annoyed. I'm like, that's what you did with the character is you, like, made her older, and then she just cried all the freaking time. And she, okay, so I'm trying to remember because she, so basically um, she was like, mm, they were in middle school together and let me think here. Um, she was like, she was being bullied at school. Um, her dad was like a murderer uh, and he was like killed, sentenced to death and and killed. Um, and I think he was like, maybe we've, was he wrongly accused or something like that? 
But anyway, yeah, I believe it was the second lead guy's dad that actually had. And so then done, she meets yeah. she meets um, baby Opa, and he was the son of like a chibol and a gangster guy, um, and he protected her. They became they fell friends. In love. <laughs> they be- yes, they fell in love. And then um, she, he she thought was, she was dead. Yeah, remember she got kidnapped, right? Yes, and then everyone thought she was dead because they found like a bloody shoe and some clothes, and I think she was raped or something. Yes, oh, I remember. It was this. something. It was like very, very dramatic. But she was really good in it, and so yes. was Baby Opa. I remember this very clearly now. And so. then she had amnesia, and then Stockholm syndrome, and yeah, yeah, all, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of stuff. The early, but the the. The younger version. I remember being super impressed with her. Um, I did not see it. The only reference I have is at an awards show. They did it because the Missing You came out at a similar time or the same year maybe as uh, Moon Embracing the Sun. So they had his character because he was with her for Missing You, Baby Opa was. And then he was also with the... uh, the other girl's character in Moon Embracing the Sun. I think, and so then they had him singing and them singing to him and trying to get him to choose between the two of them. It was okay. very... <laughs> I think they were maybe not the same year, but the year apart. Like, yeah. they were the same time period. They yeah. were... Yeah. So it was... Uh, it was very funny. What that I, so that's the only thing I have a reference. Uh, that and I've been sworn out. Like, people have said, just don't watch it. So... <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of crying. There were three or four really solid performances amid a lot of crying. And so, I mean, I'm glad I watched it. I don't necessarily think I'd recommend it. Gotcha. Okay, so this is um, Page Turner is a short drama, but also one of my favorite. So I would have to say with it was all like of a those, mini series. It was a mini series, and all of her like Bring It On Ghost with uh, Takyon, and then this one with Jisoo. Uh, probably my favorite, like where they end up together. Uh, OTPs. I loved her as the pianist in this. Like she just, I loved her in this role. Um, I will. I wish they could have done a full drama on this because just even the short that they did. Um, was really great. So I'm excited to see them reunited because we already know that they can play really well together and that they have a really sweet, it's like they have a very sweet chemistry that I adore. So um, it was her and him and then there, I can't remember who the other guy was. It doesn't really matter though. But <laughs> to Jisoo is the one that's important. But where they're playing uh, piano with each other. And if you have not seen this, this, is a perfect like afternoon. Just watch the couple episodes and and enjoy how fun and good they were together. All I remember is that I was like, finally, Jisoo's not dying. <laughs> Because he dies in a lot of his shows, like an excessively amount of them. Yeah. Or he's not the lead. So it's one or the other. And then I was also thrilled that they had a lot of chemistry. Because, again, this is right on the cusp before she started doing the major older roles. And he was definitely older. So it's definitely just there on the cusp. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I was definitely a fan of this one. I remember thinking, yay, Jisoo, he finally gets the girl. Um, just because we would watch so many things where he just uh, didn't. So I really loved them together. They had a very sweet chemistry. Um, and she was a great, like, just she really fit the role really well. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that um, that's a good one. So now we've gone through a bunch of her filmography. Again, there's other shows she's done um, because she's been in like an insane amount of stuff as younger characters. But I think we hit most of the main ones. And so now it's time to pick the ones that we consider must watch shows. And on this category, we're going to pick two. And I will start by saying Moon Embracing the Sun as well as uh, Bring It On Ghost are the two that I think everyone should watch. So they really stick out by her amazing performance. Well, of course, I'm going to also choose Moon Embracing the Sun um, because it's one of my favorite, favorite dramas. I did also love her in Bring It On Ghost, but I'm going to also, in order to pick something different, I'm going to say Love Alarm because that was super cute. Um, I'm going to pick... I agree with Bring It On Ghost. I think that one is a must-watch. And then I think Page Turner. It's short, and I think it's a must-watch. I think they both, like, all the, just the show itself and how her performance for her is definitely a must-watch. All right. So now we have to look at what could, you know, something that could go either way. So kind of like, eh, maybe maybe you'd like it, maybe not. Um, so my choices will be um, Tale of Nakdu. Um, mostly just because I, I don't think I finished it, so I don't feel I can fully recommend it, but I think I'm going to go back and watch it. Um, but not for her. I have a different reason. And then, um, the Who Are You School 2015, I think she did a very nice job in it. Um, Yuk Sung Jae was phenomenal, um, but the story itself wasn't, uh, didn't end the way I kind of wanted it to. Um, I'm going to have to pick the same one at the, who are you school 2015? Like if you're a fan of her, then definitely check that one out. I think that, um, her performance as the double characters in it is worth giving a try. And then, um, at, I don't know what my other second one of like, if you're a fan of her, it's probably suspicious housekeeper. Cause I've heard a ton of good things of it, but that's probably what gave me this kind of thing. So I don't know. <laughs> I am. I am going to pick Suspicious yeah, Housekeeper. Yeah. I definitely think it is for sure worth watching, not just for her performance, but for everyone's performance in that show. It was very, it was spectacularly done. As well as, I'm the same as you guys, Who Are You School 2015. She did two really solid roles with that, and I really enjoyed it. Okay, and then our last category is the skippable ones and um, radio ram- romance. I think it's probably going to be a resounding <laughs> one from us that like skip that one, and then I don't have an opinion on any of the other ones. I don't think that that are left over, so I'm just going to pick radio romance. Radio romance, definitely. That's the one that just should not have been made. Same. <laughs> <laughs> we're, so, yeah. we're so in sync right we now I, I feel closer to you guys <laughs> <laughs> alright so 
we're going to just end the um, podcast with talking just really quickly about River Where the Moon Rises, which is her upcoming drama, which is a story where she's a butt-kicking princess warrior who meets a laid-back guy and things happen, politicking and romance and all kinds of things. And hopefully she stabs some people because she looks really cool. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It's it's based on like a, what what did you say it was? It was like a, like a folktale. Yeah, folktale. Like yeah, so it's a folktale. So who knows if it's going to be happy or sad. Asian folktales are often more on the sad side. So I don't know what's going to happen there, but I'm hoping for a good story along the way. Same, same. I am really looking forward to this um, River Where the Moon Rises. We have a little Jisoo and we have a uh, Kim So Hyun that is decked out to be a warrior princess. There, the trailer shows her like just riding across, like looking like a badass with her like fancy clothes on and just you know riding her horse and wielding and her she sword. Has a sword exactly <laughs> yes so I'm looking forward to it I really hope it lives up to my expectations because I'm really looking forward to it I think that this one has the potential to be like later on down a couple of years from now uh, for us to be like, okay, so as an adult actress, that was the turning point. That's where she like really came into her own and um, solidified like that. Not that because she definitely has enough of her shows behind her and a career behind her that she doesn't have to prove anything. But I feel like this is one where it's like she could be one of those go-to leading actresses, especially for um, historical dramas or period pieces where she gets to be a little bit more, you know, riding on a horse with a sword and all of that. So I'm looking forward to it and I'm really looking forward to her reuniting with Jisoo for a longer drama and seeing um, that play out. So I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm the more you more we talk about it, the more I'm thinking like, yes, I really am looking forward to this. Mm -hmm. I hope that um, I just hope it lives up to our expectations Me because too. I agree with you. Well, and just I was thinking just about a lot of her youth, you know, her, her roles because um, she was the younger version in a lot of dramas like I Hear Your Voice and because I'd forgotten about yeah, that. She and, was. Um, you know, just so many different ones. Um, so it's kind of neat to see her kind of come into her own and hopefully, hopefully it's great. And I know I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but when's the last drama that had Moon in the title? When did you hate it? I mean, <laughs> they usually turn out to be pretty good dramas. It's true. <laughs> moon and they're all historical. The sun. Love in the yeah. Moon. Yeah. Loving the Moon yep. Clouds. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many great moon dramas. So it's bound to be a winner. And on that note, <laughs> thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear what your thoughts about this episode. You can reach us on Twitter, Facebook, or through our Patreon page. And you can find those links in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing.